Okay. Okay, ready? One, One two, two, three. three. All right, welcome back to the third episode of When the Pharmacy Closes. I'm your host, Clarissa. And I'm your second co-host, Chris. Um, Let's see how long we can keep up with the number of episodes we're on. I know, we'll probably forget after this one. Watch us upload them in the wrong order, too. No, I don't think that'll happen. I think we just got to go back and remember. We just label them. We're like, episode three. Episode three. And then we get (laughs) it confused anyways. All right. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about why we wanted to do pharmacy school. I think it'd be a good topic, I guess, just so people know why we decided to suffer for four more years after undergraduate school. We say that lightly, though, because, I mean, we're enjoying the process. It's difficult don't get us wrong no no don't do that i'm shaking my head (laughs) just in case you're not watching the video yeah for those who don't know we're also releasing the videos of the podcast on youtube so go go subscribe to that y'all go subscribe but yeah i mean i think i mean i'm enjoying it so far it's difficult but i really enjoy the fact that like we're gonna get to a point pretty soon even with like the first three days we've been in where like our family can come up to us like oh hey i have like these symptoms what like maybe what do you think yeah i agree but they're already kind of doing it now i remember starting pharmacy school where our p1 year we basically i'm not gonna say we don't learn anything but nothing to the point where we can recommend anything they're like oh what can i take for this yeah like the first year was very um like i guess communication based like how you actually talk to the patient how you counsel without like do it in a very patient-led way more yeah I guess how to uh, quote-unquote like interview the patient how to communicate with them right and involve them in their own care yeah not really recommending any recommendations yet and I think it's so funny that they're like oh my god you're gonna be a doctor and then they want to ask all sorts of questions already I know but I, I will say three days in I already feel a little more confident in that area at least in terms of, you know, allergies, since that's what we're going over. Oh, yeah. He's talking about three days into our P2 year. We just oh, started yeah. school. And I feel like we're already getting hit with a bunch of stuff. <laughs> but, you know, the episode we had released right before this was for, like, day one in the, or day in the life of a P1. And it was kind of us giving advice to P1s. We really hope that's going well for y'all, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. I know school already started and that episode came out or is going to. Oh, no, it's already out. It's already out. Oh, yeah. By the time this is released, it's already out. Yeah. By the time this is released, it's already out. And it was already a little late by the time school started. But I hope some of you are able to listen to it, take our advice as you started school. And hopefully you found the episode very helpful. Right. So tell me, Clarissa, why did you maybe what first gave you the idea of like pharmacy? Um, what gave me the first idea of pharmacy, I think, is, well, me and Chris both went to Silva High School. I think we mentioned that in the first episode, but if we didn't, we both went to Silva High School together. And I think that's where I really got the idea of pharmacy, because we did the farm tech program, and that's where I got introduced to a community pharmacy setting. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really where it sparked my interest. Um... Would you say that you had pharmacy as an idea prior to high school? I think prior to high school, I didn't even know what pharmacy was. I don't think so either. Yeah, I think everybody just, I had the general knowledge that everybody else had of going to Walgreens. You see the people or the individuals in their white coat 
and you're like, oh, they give me my medicine. Right. Or, oh, you can ask them a question about our medications. But that's really all I knew about pharmacy. Like, I know Walgreens, CVS. That's all I really knew. I didn't know in depth. Not even to what, like, technicians did before we did the program. Mm-hmm. I think not necessarily that we take it for granted, but I think, like, we only see the like I guess the human portion of it like we don't see like the whole computer part that goes into it the different like the way they analyze the patients the way that they do all the different like considerations to choose the best options like there's a lot of thought that goes into pharmacy that I didn't know before choosing it yeah like as a patient you just go say what you're there for say your name you know your date of birth and they give you your meds you Mm -hmm. know but yeah, I think that was <laughs> I think that was my very first encounter with pharmacy when we got to the high school program. Mm-hmm. I think I fell in love with it because I guess it's still more patient interaction while not being directly with the patient. I mean, you do have direct contact with the patient, but it's nothing I I guess I would say like a nurse, they're seeing them every day, they're doing things for them. And although we are doing things for the patient, it's not direct contact with the patient. I think a good way to put pharmacy is like behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, yeah. So behind the scenes, I like the aspect of being the medication expert, if if that makes sense. I would, yeah, I agree. I think it's actually quite impressive that like you can tell a pharmacist like, I'm having these problems or maybe I'm taking this medication and these side effects. What do you think? And mm-hmm. it's like, like they have the knowledge. We will have the knowledge to kind of be like, oh, like maybe this is why or this is an alternative. Like it, it's quite impressive. Mm-hmm. And I think I also fell in love with the aspect of pharmacy is always changing. There's new medications coming out all the time. And I think it's a career in which you're always going to learn. And if you're not a person who likes to learn, then maybe pharmacy isn't for you. But I like to, I guess, explore my options, learn more, mm-hmm. and like how I can reach out and help the patient depending on their disease state. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I fell in love with pharmacy. And I really had the experience, I gained more experience while working in a pharmacy, a community pharmacy, straight out of high school. But I was conflicted on going to medical school, which I'm pretty sure is very common amongst a lot of people. Because um, when you grow up, a lot of people... I think it's a very common, when I grow up, I want to be uh, fill in the blank. I think doctor's a very common one. Yeah, like when you're little, you're not going to think, oh, I want to be a pharmacist when I'm little. You know, it's always, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a nurse. I want to be a firefighter. I want to be an astronaut. Yeah, I want to be an <laughs> astronaut. Just things that... I guess more common things that you end up seeing, not until you grow older is when you see all the different fields of healthcare that you can actually go into. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I wanted to go into medical school, and I even bought the books for the MCAT, and I remember I tried studying for it or tried to start implementing a routine. I would look up videos on how people, like, their study schedule, mm-hmm. and I remember, like, feeling so overwhelmed because I didn't know what study schedule or how the order should be like to apply to medical school to take the MCAT right and it's it's so complicated you know so I remember thinking like maybe this isn't for me and I did want to do medical school I think because I was more pressured by previous pharmacists that I work with co-workers um 
at the time they would tell me like you know pharmacy is not worth it like pharmacy like if you're gonna be a doctor might as well just go to medical school and I did want to be an anesthesiologist which is still medication related Mm -hmm. but I think I just thought about it more I was always leaning towards pharmacy it was always in the back of my mind you know like it's always something that I wanted to do but I think I just pushed it off to the side because other people wanted me to do medical school so I kind of focused on that while still having pharmacy on the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. So after studying for the MCAT for a little bit, not finding my routine, I feel like I just never found a routine. Like it just never was in my heart, you know? So then Christopher, we had some undergraduate classes together. And I remember him telling me that he got accepted into pharmacy school, right? Yeah. For our, what's the word for our enrollment year matriculation Mm -hmm. yeah fancy word insert here for when we went in i know that the first application cycle was in october Mm -hmm. and so i did it that first one so i knew a year in advance that i got accepted to the pharmacy school here at utep Mm -hmm. and at that point in my i guess undergraduate career i was well at the end of the semester in which chris found out that he got in um I needed one more semester, which I would graduate. I would have graduated the fall of 2023, and I was still undecided. I know that if I finished my bachelor's degree, I would have had to wait another year to enter pharmacy school because they don't accept new cohorts in the spring. Right. So I would have had to wait a whole year, and I remember Chris coming up to me, and he knew that I was, you know, undecisive about picking medical school or pharmacy school. And he told me about the last cycle. I think I applied for the very last cycle. Was it in the last like, cycle? In May, I think. Yeah, I applied for the last cycle. That would be the 2026 cohort. And then he was like, just try it. We didn't need the PCAT, which was a plus. More about that later. Yeah, more about that later. But I think that was um, not a deciding factor for me. But it was, it did motivate me to apply for pharmacy school (laughs) it took up like a lot of stress i'm sure yeah it did take away a lot of stress because it was something that i didn't need to study for or buy the books so i did end up applying for pharmacy school i was a little scared to be honest with you Mm -hmm. i don't know if you knew that but i was scared because i didn't think i was gonna get in i think it was just more of a on the whim like type of thing like very spontaneous Mm -hmm. So I remember working really hard to get all my documents, my letters of recommendation, because I think the due date was pretty soon, too. I don't remember from when you started uh, the application process and when you were going to actually submit. I don't remember that difference in time. But I remember, like, throughout the process, you would be like, okay, like, what do I do here? What do I do here? And, like, I was just kind of helping you through it. Yeah. Chris helped me a lot through it. So then... I submitted the application. I went through my interview process, which was on Zoom. Uh, I used to have a TikTok up about me getting ready for my interview, but (laughs) I took it down. Has since been removed. Has since been removed, but I could put it back up whenever I want. (laughs) But yeah, I went through my interview and then I waited and waited. And then I remember being at work one day. I used to tutor um, kids and I got the, I, and my mom works at the same school as me or she used, well, she still works there. I used to work there with her. And I remember getting the email and I like ran to her office and I started crying. Oh. <laughs> I was crying. I was so proud of myself. And I think getting into pharmacy school was a big deal for me. I think because at the time that I applied, 
And yeah, at the time that I applied, I was very, I think I was at a low point, even in my first year of pharmacy school. Maybe we could talk about that in another episode. But the last semester of my undergraduate, I was in a very low place. And I felt like I was, what is it? I felt like I was not like progressing forward. I feel like I was just stuck. Kind of like in a rut. Kind of, yeah, in a rut, like, my studies weren't the best. I mean, I was always a good student, you know, in high school, like, when I first started college, I would study, I was on top of things, and I feel like I lost motivation my last semester, and I know we were taking, like, biochem, we were taking, like, hard courses together, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't know if I got discouraged because it just wasn't going well, but I just remember being, like, so sad in that time in my life, so I feel like I getting emotional (laughs) but I feel like um just like entering pharmacy school was a big accomplishment for me like it gave me that and although I still struggled my first year like mentally I think it just gave me that push forward that like I could do something with my life like I could if I put my mind to it like I could do it you know I think that's why I cried when I first got accepted yeah like I like ran to my mom and I was like I could do it like we were so proud you know so I think ever since then I've just tried to take it little by little, like with grace. So now here I am struggling, but we're doing fine. Trying my best now in my, as we start our P2 year. <laughs> I want to like hold your hand. I'm like, oh, uh, we had like an emotional moment. <laughs> I was almost going to tear up, but I held it in. But yeah, that was my story. And now we're here. It was a long process. And obviously I love the patient care. Like, I don't want you guys to think that I'm doing it for like other reasons I really genuinely love to be here I love to go above and beyond for the patients especially when we go on our rotations like I'll go out into the aisles and I'll find stuff for the patients you know just to do anything that'll help them out that's what I love the most Mm -hmm. but yeah that's a little bit of my story so enough I've been talking forever and so Chris tell me how (laughs) (laughs) Chris tell me how you got into pharmacy really quick just to like I guess add to the when you found out I remember I was at work and I was with my supervisor. She was having me do like some like like competencies or something for like the IV room. And honestly, I was like really bored with it. But I knew you were applying and it was during that time and you texted me. And I remember like almost exactly the message I sent you back. I was like, I'm silently screaming in front of my supervisor. <laughs> his, his supervisor. Yeah. So I was very excited. Yeah. I was excited to like go into pharmacy with somebody that I already knew Mm -hmm. because I knew it was going to be a scary change, a big change. So I'm glad that me and Chris are going through it together. And then as for how I got into pharmacy, it's a little different. I so I wouldn't say I initially wanted to go into pharmacy for like the knowing what the career was about. I knew I was always interested in medicine, but I think it took me a long time to realize that, like, I was not one to really deal with, like, kind of, like, bodily fluids and stuff like that. Or I don't want to call myself necessarily, like, a germaphobe, Mm -hmm. but, oh, did you hear that raspy nose? (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to call myself, like, a germaphobe, but I think around, like, if someone, like, get sick around me or maybe someone has like something really serious I think I kind of close off yeah and that really like takes away my ability to communicate with the patient and stuff like that so I think around like the end of middle school or like beginning of high school I realized like being a doctor being a nurse being something that was that involved in patient contact 
I wouldn't be good in that career Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't be good for a patient either. Yeah, I think I can relate to you on that because when I was thinking of being an anesthesiologist, I used to be really good with needles, okay, guys? Like, when they would take my blood. (laughs) Like, I used to be the type of person, the weird person that would be like, oh, I could look at them, put the needle. Like, I can watch my blood come out. And now? And now? (laughs) Now is a different story. Now I go in to get my blood drawn, and I get so nervous. And there was this one time. This is going a little off topic. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's all right. But there was this one time where I needed to get my... Um, TB test and there's a blood test for that right and it was just four little tubes four one milliliter little tubes right so the lady is taking my blood and obviously I look away because I can't deal with needles anymore so I'm looking away just trying to breathe I just got out of practice and I hadn't eaten anything so maybe that contributed to it oh yeah but she's like taking my blood and I just feel the urge to throw up I got so pale I was sweating and I remember telling the lady like please I need the trash can like I need the trash can oh, and she no. she wouldn't pass me the trash can can you uh, believe that was she like not wanting to or she just wouldn't do it well she was kind of taking my blood already like she was trying to switch out the tube so I kind of understood but I was so upset with her I was like I need the trash can like I need the trash can <laughs> she was like we're just we're almost done like two more tubes to go and I was like lady like you were like, girl, if you want, if, if you don't want this to go badly, I better get that trash yeah, can now. Yeah, but I ended up being fine. She did have to give me a little piece of candy. Um, so it was a win. It was a win, but I was <laughs> pale and I was shaking and she didn't let me leave until I felt better. Well, that's good on her part, I guess. Yeah, so that's how I relate to you, Chris. Now I can't look at needles. I mean, I can watch it done on somebody else, but when it's me, I, I can't do it. It's maybe topic for later, but I wonder if there was like maybe an experience that kind of switched that. I, I think I just started overthinking about it. Like, just the thought oh. of the of the needle, like, going into the vein just grossed me out. I don't know why. And then I think there was an experience where I got a migraine at work. I think I told you this story. Uh, remind me. Well, I got a migraine working at Walgreens as a technician. And, like, I was helping the patient out, you know, trying to find her name to get her prescription from the bins. And all of a sudden, like, my head didn't even hurt. But all of a sudden, I get this fuzzy like dot in my eye and oh. then all of a sudden i can't see and all this obviously hadn't happened to me before so i can't see i don't know what's happening so i go to my pharmacy manager because he was the one working at the time mm-hmm. and i was like lee i can't see i can't see and i started crying because i didn't know what was going on and my head was just hurting so bad but like my head didn't even hurt it was only my eyes that i couldn't see and then the headache came oh. so they sat me down they sat me down. My parents came for me. They took me to the hospital because oh, they thought shoot. something was wrong with my eyes because I already have horrible vision. So they took me to the hospital. The um, the doctor was like, yeah, you're just having a migraine. Wow. And then he said, I'll just come back later and give you a prescription and you should be good to go. And in my head... I was like, yeah, they're just going to give me a prescription for ibuprofen. Like, I'll be out of here. Because it was already late at night, right? And no, the nurse comes in and she starts an IV. Oh. And I think that also did it for me. Because, you know, when they insert an IV, they just leave the little the little plastic part. I don't know what it's called. Uh, I, haven't, I don't think I've ever really had an IV done on me. So, oh, so like, when they sure. put the IV, they don't leave the needle. Like, the needle's not in there. Oh, really? Yeah, so they use the needle, and then there's a little plastic tube, but I don't know what it's called. Sorry. 
the it's the plastic tube that stays in your arm and like couldn't really bend my arm that grossed me out like the thought of it being inside my vein just was a no for mm-hmm. me so i think that also added to me like saying no to the medical profession i said no <laughs> but yeah continue your story i know oh, yeah we went on a tangent like wait the frick over there a little tangent we're far like, but now we're traveling back. back we're coming back so tell me you said that uh, just bodily fluids was like a no for you yeah so like stuff like sick stuff like stuff like that people throwing up all that kind of stuff i was like i don't think i'm good for that it wouldn't be good for my sake or the patient's sake mm-hmm. and i knew pharmacy was kind of something that didn't have too much patient contact so originally that was the reason i was like oh hey pharmacy sounds like a good idea because uh like I, the risk of that happening around me is not very high mm-hmm. unless you're giving vaccines in a community pharmacy true i have heard some stories <laughs> and stories that i hope not to experience but um so then come by high school i was already pretty committed to what i wanted mm-hmm. and that choosing to go to silva for i mean a medical profession for pharmacy was already kind of a big decision for me because mm-hmm. i had to decide to kind of separate from my twin for that so for context we're both twins and in my case i had gone with well i guess in both of our cases we had gone to school with our twins for basically all of our school careers mm-hmm. but i had to make a decision if i wanted to go with him to high school which he went to an engineering centered high school chapin and el paso in which case if i had went with him i would have probably pursued something like graphic designing the little shimmies <laughs> <The little shimmies. laughs> uh, but i knew like i don't know just engineering wasn't something i really saw myself doing yeah and i ultimate i think i talked to my older brother or something and he was basically saying like if you ultimately like what you want to do like yeah you're going to separate but at some point you have to learn to be independent Mm -hmm. so that's why i chose silva and then so by that point i had already kind of committed to pharmacy and then i remember we had a med term class freshman year of high school yeah and she had clarissa had sat right behind me and our teacher had gone like down the road and she had asked us like what are your your final end goals in terms of like what career do you want to pursue yeah and you know we heard all the normal ones like pediatrician doctor veterinarian was common nurse and i think i was the first one to say pharmacy and in my head i was like "Ah, it's not gonna be a common one like yeah because even then i didn't know what pharmacy really was i was just like ah pharmacy (laughs) you were trying to be a little different i know a little trailblazer But then, right behind me, Clarissa, and she's like, okay, and you, Clarissa? And she said pharmacy, and I was just like, oh! Chris turned around so quick, he was like... I was like, wait, 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 <laughs> I have a friend? So, that's how, like, coming into college and stuff, like, that memory stuck with me the entire time. He was like, Clarissa is my long-life best friend. Literally. She's in it for the long run now. <laughs> and we, like, we were friends in high school, but we weren't, like, super close, I would say. Like, we're super yeah. close now. Mm-hmm. Like, she might rather die. You'll always see us in the hallways together. <laughs> like, we've been told by instructors, it's weird to see us apart. Yeah. So, I mean, I take it as a compliment. It is a compliment. All our friends are like, you guys are always together. You always get in groups together. It's like, <laughs> yeah, we are. But, um, so, come senior year, we had to choose, like, our health program. And they had, like, CNA. They had EMT, farm tech. And we got the same char- farm tech. Wow, I'm struggling. We had the same farm tech class. And I remember, again, in my head, I kind of reinforced that memory. I was like, oh, we're in the same farm class. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, we're in this together, man. So then we did that. We got our certifications, our IVs, whatever. We come into college. 
still friends, both going through biology, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I started applying. So remember at this point, I still kind of, I was already committed to pharmacy. I was looking at the application process. By this time, I had already been asking the pharmacists I was working for how they did it. This is where the PCAT comes up. Since I did the earliest admission cycle, when I did my advising, they told me they weren't sure yet if it was going to be waived. So to take it just in case. Okay. So... I'm so, I'm like angry about this. I'm proud of myself for how I did on it, especially under the circumstances I was under. Mm-hmm. But I'm mad that I took it when I didn't have to. Like, I mean, I don't mean to say it as a waste of money, but I mean, that was $200 I didn't need to spend. Yeah. So. How long did you study for that? Well, that's the circumstances. So, so where I was working at the time, my coworker had just, she was on maternity leave. She had just given birth to her son. Mm-hmm. And so being PRN at the time, it was during COVID. So all of our classes were online. And my boss had asked me, he's like, hey, would you be able to cover her full-time hours? So that was Monday through Friday, like 8 a.m. to uh, roughly like 4 or 5. It was kind of like, oh, when you finish your job, you can leave kind of thing. Okay. Because I used to work at a rehab facility, like a short-term inpatient. So Mm -hmm. it was just, you know, when you're done for the day, you're done for the day. Yeah. So I said yes. I was quite ambitious. Y'all, that was a little scary. So you were studying and working like that at the same time? Yeah. I had to tell him, like, hey, can you just respect, like, there were some classes I had to actually log in. Yeah. So I was like, hey, there's some classes, like, I'm going to need to log in. Can I do that during work? Or maybe, like, I think we had biochem in the morning. No, that's when I had, that's when I had O-chem. That was bad. That was not fun. <laughs> but I was like, can I come in at, like, 9 30 on those days because i have class and you know he was pretty flexible with it but i was also ambitious because i was working full-time hours i had never done full-time prior to this i would have only working saturdays at the time mm-hmm. i was taking 16 credits oh my god and studying for the pcat well no because of the homework the class and working and stuff and this was all happening in the beginning of 2020 i want to say 2021 okay before i actually put in the application mm-hmm this was all happening. I didn't have time to study. I had bought the Kaplan book for the PCAT, but I didn't have time to study. Okay. So by the time that my coworker finally came back to work and everything, I had, y'all, this was March 2021. I had 11 days to study for this. 11 days? Yes. That's my, crazy. My test was on, I think, like March 31st or something, and I had 11 days. And y'all, like, I was the epitome of a nerd. Like, going to the movies, like, my aunt was in town. Hell, during the, the previews, I'd be studying that, that book. Oh we went to goodness. a restaurant before the food came. I'd be studying that book. Oh, my God. I would never drive. I would tell my mom, like, hey, or my brother, can you drive? And I'd be studying. Like, I was hardcore into that book. Now, ask me to recall information from that book. I can't do that. You probably can. If you didn't know, Chris is one of the smartest people that I know. <laughs> He's literally a sponge. He, like, soaks everything up, and he just gets it. But, well, thank you, first off. But I think at the, that time, it was just very... Like, I got to uh, do it. Like, do it now, forget it later kind okay. of thing. And it ended up working. It worked out pretty well. I had those very few days to study, but maybe it was the adrenaline or... I don't know. Who knows? But I ended up scoring in, like, the 91st percentile. A lot of it was guessing. <laughs> I guessing? Remember, literally, I would look at the questions, especially in the OCHEM section, and I was like, I don't... I don't know what's going on here 
or even in the writing section, like I tried to memorize so many statistics because I knew it was really helpful to write with some sort of actual number. Yeah. And I fully knew writing that essay. I was like, I couldn't fully be making up this number. Like I knew what I was, the statistic I was trying to remember, but I was like, this number <laughs> girl is gone. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but yeah. So took the PCAT, did pretty well. So obviously that probably helped my application, even though it wasn't needed. It's okay. That just added to your, your application. Yeah. So, I mean, that, it was a confidence boost for sure. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, how, how many more of us actually took the PCAT? Right. You know, so it probably did help you in the application process. Mm-hmm. So it was a plus. It's okay. Yeah. So put in the application got accepted. And then I remember, so we came in in 2022, fall of 2022 mm-hmm. and around maybe March or February started expressing interest. But I remember, so this is when she kind of, I had always known like it was kind of between farm and med school, but you had started mentioning med school more at yeah. this time. And my little, remember that memory was stuck in my head that we both said pharmacy in the freshman year. So when she mentioned like, oh, I think I'm going to go for med school, my heart just, it kind of broke a little. He said, I was like, no, my, like my friend that I was going to have going into pharmacy school was like, she's going to go for something else. Which, don't get me wrong, like, I would have supported her 100%. And I don't know if I was helping you through that process, per se, but I remember I was like, oh, hey, like, yeah, of course, go for it. I don't even think there was a process. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't even come up with a schedule to study for the MCAT. (laughs) Let's be real, though. The MCAT is, like, super intimidating. It is. The PCAT is nowhere. I mean, nah, I'm not even going to try to sugarcoat it. It's nowhere near as intense as the MCAT. Yeah, I don't know. Because when I bought the MCAT books, there was like seven books that came in that set. Ew, I bought one. And I still have those books. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying to sell them. You should, honestly. My dad put them on offer up, but nobody wants them. Because <laughs> oh, they're like, ew. Yeah, like who wants um, MCAT books, you know? Yeah, but um, I think for a little bit, I don't know if I kept questioning you about pharmacy school because in my head I was like I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a getter to go to pharmacy school it's like we're gonna do this we got this <laughs> and I think for a while you were questioning like you started expressing to me you were like pharmacy like I might still want to do it you were like I don't know if I want to do med mm-hmm. and I remember I would just tell you like obviously like whatever you do I'm gonna support it and but like don't especially with something as big as med school and farm school don't invest so much money into something you're not going to enjoy doing yeah, for life exactly mm-hmm. so then when she last minute not last minute i mean last admission cycle whatever decided like okay i'm gonna do pharmacy i was like <laughs> i think that was the most spontaneous thing i've ever done in my life but i i was so happy but it was a good choice here i am i know <sighs> two years well one year in starting the second year yeah so I was really happy, but I'd say the, like, the main start of when I was really excited for pharmacy, because until I'd say maybe like second year, third year of college, the main motivation was medicine, but not direct patient contact. Okay. And then we started biochem, uh, contrary, or not, that's the wrong word, unpopular opinion is what I meant to say. I really loved biochem. I hated biochem. <laughs> we had the same biochem class, and Chris, Chris was... The top person in our biochem class. I know he would always, our professor would always hand, like, the top person, the top person. And obviously our classes are so big. I I couldn't imagine, like, who would be the top person. Mm-hmm. And then like, he announced it, and it was Chris. And I was like, no way. No <laughs> way. It was Chris. 
but I really, really found it interesting to see like how the body works and how we can uh, give some sort of agent to manipulate how the body works. And then the way I like to put pharmacy is that you're safely poisoning people. So like that doesn't that, sound good. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> but if you think about it, you kind of are. You're just giving them a safe dose of something that, you know, in too much could be harmful. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess you could say that about anything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, medications I like to call poison. It just, it sounds fun. It sounds fun. Well, to us. To us. Nobody <laughs> tell the patients that, please. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I think that's when I really got interested in pharmacy. And then I got excited for pharmacy school. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy, Chris. Didn't you get, like, a little gift? Didn't the professor give you a little gift for oh, being number one? Well, yes. It wasn't an amazing gift. What was the gift? I want to know. It was, he, it was like a... At least he tried, I think. Yeah. It was during a time, I don't know, I think TikTok was already out at the time, mm-hmm. when I, there was a trend where people got like those little my, uh, magnifying glasses on their phone cameras and were like scanning their skin for like oh, any, yeah. like, I don't know, dead skin cells or whatever. So it was one of those. Oh my God. But it was like a dollar store Amazon oh quality God. kind of version. <laughs> So I was like, oh, cool. Like, thanks, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Chris, I don't even think we sat together in that class. We didn't. Who did I sit with? I think I sat by myself. Didn't you sit with, like, Desi for a little bit? Honestly, can't remember, but I remember struggling so hard in biochem. Like, I passed that. I don't know how. How I passed <laughs> that. Chris was so smart. He still is so smart. But yeah, I'm finally glad that we got to do this together. Me too. I'm really, like, I'm really enjoying it. And we got really close now. Hence, I mean, we're doing the podcast, y'all. So, yeah, we're doing the podcast together. We're always together. We sit next to each other. We hang out outside of school. We're working together now. Oh, yeah. The newest update. We're going to start working together. Yeah. So we're just going to see each other every day. We might as well live with each other. We should move in. It's an idea. Get an apartment. Yeah. But I think that's really it for today, you know? I think so. I think it was super interesting to find out. I know everybody's stories are different. And I know me personally, I like to hear how people got into pharmacy school, med school, like any type of medical career. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because each pathway is always different. You know, like some people can be um, a business major or a, what is it, pre-law major. And all of a sudden they'll like switch or some people even have like completely different degrees and then you just see them here. Or the people that are like theater majors and then they apply for medical uh, yeah. school or pharmacy school. And it's always interesting to hear how we all got to the same point mm-hmm. in our career and then how we all met. Like everybody's paths just came in together, you know? And I'm just happy that we got, we got here. Me too. We're going on 10 years, y'all. 10 years. 10 besties. years of knowing <laughs> each other. Yeah. But it was interesting learning how you got into pharmacy. I don't think I knew the whole story prior to this, actually. Yeah, me neither. So we got to learn a little bit more about each other today. (laughs) All right. So I think that's what wraps up today. That Um, is really quick. Let me put in a little, little, I guess, shameless plug or whatever. Yeah, shameless plug. We have an Instagram and a YouTube. Oh, YouTube and a TikTok TikTok, account. Yes. So... Go give those a little follow. Give me a second. I don't actually know the names of them. So our memory. Instagram name is when the pharmacy closes. And then follow us on TikTok. It is at WTPC. Stands for when the pharmacy closes dot pod. 
and on youtube give us a little subscribe we're gonna post these videos on youtube of our podcast mm-hmm. and that is at rx closes pod rx closes pod on youtube all right that's it for today guys i hope you have a good day good night whenever you're listening to this so i hope you have a good time thank y'all for listening thank you for listening bye